Welcome to another episode of Pod for Good, a podcast where we learn from those doing good in Tulsa, why they care, what we can do, and most importantly, what you can do. Pod for Good is produced and edited by Ran Productions and can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. If you enjoy what we do here, please make sure to subscribe and share this episode on social media. I am, as always, your Chief Philanthropod, Jesse Ulrich. And I'm your Vice Admiral Philanthropod, Chris Miller. And this episode is with David Chapman and Jimmy Darnell from Cookies, Cakes, and Jews in Jinx America. We talked to David and Jimmy about their journey to Tulsa, how they're educating while feeding their community, and why Jesse is so wrong about sweet bagels. I'm not. Enjoy. <laughs> we are very excited to have David Chapman and Jimmy Darnell from Cookies, Cakes, and Jews on the podcast today. Uh, David, Jimmy, how you doing? Uh, doing well. Doing well. Uh, for our listeners, David was the louder one and Jimmy was the quieter one, as Jimmy's, <laughs> Jimmy's currently laying on the floor after an exhausted day. So, <laughs> uh, as, as we say almost every episode, podcasts very much a visual medium, mm-hmm. which is even funnier for our listeners, because you will not know uh, until I tell you this, that David and Jimmy can see us, but we cannot see them. Mm-hmm. So it is even less a visual medium than it normally is. So, <laughs> but thank you both for joining us. And so let's, uh, let's start off with the story. Why cookies, cakes, and Jews, and why Jinx? Well, you know, the, uh, so the name actually started as a joke between me and Jimmy. You know, we just tossed some stuff yeah, back Yeah, we and were forth. just like tossing stuff back and forth. And I said it, and he was like, holy crap. He was like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, He's like, it's, it. that's it. That's, that's got to be it. Um, and we, uh, we had started out in uh, Wagner doing the farmer's markets. And a lot of people didn't understand. They're like, what's a Jew? They're like, really? <laughs> and yeah, my we favorite were, quote was like, oh, you guys are like the Amish people, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> constantly confused Amish people and Jews. Uh. <laughs> so, like, and then, um, like, we we just we got to talk to people about you know what you know like what it what it is to be Jewish, and you know it just it just kind of it kind of stuck, and then it it just became real after that. And so, when you decided to build an actual location, you chose like the city. Surrounding Tulsa that has the least amount of Jews in it. <laughs> Jinx America. So <laughs> yeah, Jinx America. Sorry, yes. Yeah, I we have strong feelings about Jinx we, in this podcast. So we live off of 54th and Lewis. We were actually looking for a space, or we were looking at a space on 71st yeah. and Lewis, um, in that little shopping center. And we've been needed, great, like the Jewish Federation's right there. Know, right like they the would street. buy stuff from you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And we were we were looking for equipment and Esperons, which is the bakery that we took over. Um, Esperons had all of her equipment for sale. We went to look at a few pieces because we were going to move her equipment to a new location. And we just we liked her. We liked the location. We liked her her layout and everything. So we just took over her lease. So it was a, it was a marriage of convenience. Yeah, it it was. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, really uh, listeners insert jew joke here <laughs> about <laughs> deals etc uh-huh. and so like how long have you been open 
Uh, so four months. the four months. Uh, the store opened the first week of September, mm-hmm. and it has just really taken off. I've I've been I've been like jealously following your brunch menu posts because uh, they're always delicious looking and I'm just like man I need to get out there and then of course I don't because it's it's jinx and it's far away from where I live but uh, <laughs> I I swear I'm I'm gonna get there one of these I'm very excited because there is I would say almost a stereotype about certain kinds of Jewish food that are very bland yeah and that's not necessarily like like all stereotypes it's not necessarily true. Uh, we just don't get to show off the more flavorful versions of our yeah. food that often. So I'm excited to see like uh, there was um, shishuka like on a mm. bagel. It was like Ooh. a bagel pizza, but with shishuka. Yes. And I was like, God, I want that so bad. I want it right now. Hey, we're on DoorDash. Anytime you want, right? You don't. Listen, you don't have to come to Jinx. Listen, I feel. <laughs> I feel like of all things that wouldn't travel well, shishuka on a bagel would not travel well. <laughs> unless you, a, you uh, unless you could put them separately. separately. You could you could package yeah. them separately. Yeah. yeah, there sure, are ways. We'll yeah. So for our listeners that haven't been following them, so what uh, what does this bakery look like? How is it the same or different from every other bakery? I think it's different because we offer not just like baked goods, but we like have branched out to a whole different thing with like the brunch. We started bagel sandwiches this past week. Uh, this upcoming week, we're actually adding like um, different fries to the menu as well. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we have some hero fries that we're doing with like beef and lamb, hero meat, feta cheese, oh and tzatziki sauce on top. Um, poutine, and then we have like um, one that has pastrami, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing on the fries too. Mm-hmm. So. We like to do things a little different. Yeah. 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 Um, also, most of our ingredients have a kosher certification, really? um, which isn't important to a lot of people, but there are, <laughs> or like a lot of Jewish people. It's not important to a lot of Jewish people, mm-hmm. but, you know, there are some people that are extremely, you know, that yeah. that's, that's very important to. Um, like Jimmy was saying, we've added um, lots of bagel sandwiches. Um, we actually have a bacon, egg, and sausage. <laughs> it is... Um, yeah, it's all plant-based. It's all plant-based. So we hmm. keep kosher um, by doing some plant-based like cheeses or meats hmm. whenever we're doing like the sandwiches and stuff. So there a lot is. of people don't know like we're a lactose-free like environment. Everything's made with like I think people care less about the taste than they do the texture of cream cheese. Yes. Yeah. Texture is a texture is a big thing. And they've um, they've come a long way with the plant based meat options now. Um, the the bacon and the sausage. Well, I call it sausage <laughs> uh, sausage because it's very suspicious sausage. <laughs> um, but they're actually greasy. Like they actually mm. make grease. Now. Mm. So when it's cooking, it looks a lot more like. Yeah, right. Like pork bacon. Yeah. I I do have one important question. Do you make uh, sweet bagels? 
We have a blueberry bagel. We have a French toast bagel. We have a cranberry bagel. Mm. Cinnamon raisin. Uh, cinnamon raisin. Ooh. How dare you, Chris? Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris brought that up because I have I'm, I have a thing against sweet bagels. I just find them to be wrong. And in all ways, I'm a very savory bagel person, which is fine. I was also going to ask a bagel question, uh, <laughs> not to not to like trigger Chris, just an actual bagel question, <laughs> which is so like you all make your own bagels, right? You're not getting bagels from one of the other bagelries throughout no. town. No. Are you bo- are you boiling them? Oh, how else do you make a bagel? Yeah. Dang, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Well, well said. Panera, are you listening? You're not. Anyway. Are you both from this area of Oklahoma? No. No. Neither one of us are from Oklahoma. (laughs) Jimmy is actually from a a very, very, very small town called Rico in southwest Virginia. Um, I'm from Bristol, Virginia. Um, A lot of people, more people know Bristol than Rico because we have like a big NASCAR track. So, you know, we've got a big NASCAR following. It's the birthplace of country music. Um, we've got a huge country music museum. So lots of people who follow those actually know where Bristol is. So um I, I, those are I two of Jesse's favorite from, things, yeah. NASCAR and oh, country, yeah. music. Listen, country music. I know that br- I know that Bristol exists from like my years of watching Sports Center growing up. I literally have the slideshow from your website, like playing as we're talking. And so I'm thinking, I'm seeing some of the themed uh, the cakes you've made, like the baby Yoda one and the sorting hat yeah. and, you know, hitting all my, my nerd happy spots. <laughs> uh, we actually did a, what's that book? Oh, the, the book, book of monsters. monsters. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, nice. We did a ago. book of monsters a few weeks ago for a friend of mine. Nice. Yeah. Like Minecraft um, cupcakes. These are amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, Virginia. Okay. So from two smallish to medium sized towns in Virginia to Tulsa, how did that happen? So I have two biological kids and Jimmy and I adopted two kids. So we've got kids from 10 to 22. Um, I always said that um, I didn't like Bristol. Bristol was too small for me. Um, when my youngest son graduated high school, I wanted to leave Bristol and, you know, set down roots somewhere else. My youngest son graduated in 2019. Um, and we just kind of picked up, um, Jimmy quit his job while we were in the process of adopting. Um, he went back to school and got his master's. Um, and then after we adopted, when he had finished school, he was looking for a job and someone from St. John's uh, messaged him. Jimmy's a respiratory therapist. Somebody from St. John's had messaged him and offered him a job here in Tulsa. So I'm an EMT. I can go pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, so we're like, all right, we're moving to Tulsa. <laughs> had no idea what we were getting into. <laughs> right? Yeah. I flew down and was like, Whataburger, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we do like Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, especially like the newer, like upgraded Whataburgers uh, that yeah. they have now. Um, uh, the the Whataburgers of Chris and I's youth, not as nice looking no. as the Whataburgers today. Still delicious, though. Yeah. I feel the um, one over by me, the one at 15th of Peoria, isn't exactly still, upgraded. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's going to have to because they're building, yeah, they're building that new thing right next to it. So mm. I, feel yeah. like, I feel like it'll get upgraded. Yeah. Hopefully. But, well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's like 
we have a lot of like Tilsa Remote type people on the podcast and other like Teacher Teacher America alums who come from all over, but not that many Virginia people I've spoken to, honestly. So So what what led to wanting to to start the bakery? So I think that was kind of of me. Yeah, that was that was definitely all <laughs> um he was not happy at St. John's and um so mm. he quit. Yeah. Good old um, COVID and you know. Yeah. Uh so when he quit the first time, he started watching all these cooking shows and yep. was cooking like crazy throughout, you know, the first year of COVID. So, yeah, I think one day I took him like a beef Wellington to like, yeah, like, to work. It was just like, everyone's like, do you just make beef Wellington on a Tuesday? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, why not? <laughs> right? like, um, but so he had, you know, had some experience in a home kitchen before. Um, Oklahoma has the Cottage Food Act, mm-hmm. so we started in um, yeah baking and we started selling baking farmers and the farmers market. So, and I got way too busy. We yeah. had to buy like a whole new secondary fridge for here and a bunch of extra stuff, and it was like still got way bigger than the house could hold. So yeah. we just had to do it. Yeah, well, he actually started out doing. Uh, cakes when a friend of ours asked him if he'd ever made a vegan cake before and we had never done anything with vegan mm-hmm. um or we had never done anything vegan um but we started researching you know what exactly vegan was and how to cook vegan and it was great she loved it like it was really good it was probably one of the best cakes that we have and like yeah, the, so, the recipe, the recipe hasn't changed. Like the first one is made the exact same way we make them now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So all of our chocolate um, cakes are vegan. Yeah. All of our chocolate cakes are vegan and you can't, you can't tell the difference. Not at all. So yeah, like we got, he got to where he was getting like three and four cake orders a week and, you know, we were turning people down because we couldn't, couldn't do it all here in the kitchen. And so then we started looking to to open an actual storefront. It's weird, Chris. We just, like, our last episode, we talked about the Oklahoma laws around how much money you can make cooking in your own yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's funny it came up twice. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, this past well, November, it wasn't, it like, wasn't yeah. the money. Um, it wasn't the money. It was just the quantity that we were yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I, I think I accidentally schedule things with themes in mind, like subconsciously. <laughs> right. this, happens. this happens a lot. Like we have, we'll have like three episodes, like kind of around the same topic. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> you, you started this bakery a couple months ago uh, yeah. in 2021 during whatever we're going to call this once it's over, if it's ever <laughs> over. Uh, the pandemic plus, I guess. Yeah. If it's a, yeah. It'll be its own streaming service soon. Perpetual um, pandemic. Yeah. But yeah. Ooh, that's, a, that's a good band name. How have you found opening a a bakery, a very like I would say, hand and mouth intensive food <laughs> thing uh, during this pandemic wow. period. Um, so one of the first things that we did before we actually opened our doors is we scoured everywhere, all the stores, to see if we could find hand sanitizer on clearance. <laughs> so we have hand sanitizer and Lysol galore. <laughs> Um, but I mean, some people wear masks. But well, we had an interview with like what News Channel Six, News Channel 6. was like right off the bat, and it was like 
so how do you feel about opening during the pandemic? And I was like, well, I mean, if I wasn't doing it here, someone else is going to be yeah, doing it. Do it. Mm-hmm. So that that's a good point. I mean, anything that you want to do that you hold off, there's somebody else who wants to do it too. So yeah. So why delay? Why not give it a try? And how many Jewish bakeries are there in Ulta? I mean, come on. Not many. I can tell you growing up here, we used to get like, uh, knishes, like, like airdropped in from St. Louis. They were like flash frozen <laughs> and said they were delicious, but like, that was the only way we could get certain things. Um, it's easier now, but like try to find matzah, not during Passover time in Tulsa. It's impossible. Yeah. Problems I did not have while living in Boston. A matzah was plentiful, <laughs> um, as were, as were bagel places. But well, we, so our, one of our goals was to have like a soup and sandwiches on the weekends. Um, we did matzo. Yeah, we did matzo ball soup yeah, there. We did matzo ball soup in the winter for a while, mm-hmm. but it was so hit or miss. Like the days that we had it, people wouldn't want it, but then when we didn't have it, people were like, "Oh, you got any matzo today?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> no, that that feels that feels right because it's always it, it's it's hard to maintain some of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess how much because of the the experience of starting with food markets in the even the in the less uh, urban parts of Oklahoma, how much of cookies, cakes, and juice is almost educational? Oh, like lots of it. Yeah, we have like tons of people who come in, and you know they're first of all they're attracted to the sign, they're attracted to the name. They come in and we start talking, and it's a lot of it is educating. Do 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 some people just come in and like sort of sheepishly start asking questions about being Jewish and then just leave. Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah, like yeah. the Amish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That one's new. Yeah. And, and we'll have, we'll have people who will just, they'll roll up really quick, jump out of their car, take a bunch of pictures and then get back. In and away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, if nothing else, that could be free advertising. So yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say like, do you guys have like t-shirts or like, uh, you should make like vintage postcards with the picture of your store that you could sell to people. There you go. Oh, we get should that, do that. Get some merch. Right there. Get some yeah. merch. Yeah. Listen, I'm great at coming up with other uh-huh. people's merch ideas and not my own. Uh, <laughs> so it sounds like, sounds like you like to kind of be creative and come up with new things. So what's been, uh, the most fun or most interesting thing that you've kind of come up with for the bakery or when you were cooking oh, out of the home sandwiches. Okay. So yeah, the sandwiches the, have been really fun. Yeah. I think the Bon Juvie is like my favorite sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like a play on a bon me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have like the spicy chicken and then you have like pickled carrots, daikon, cucumber, and then a sweet chili sauce or whatever bagel you want. And a fried vodka, of course. So go yeah. through in the Jew and that. There are a lot because on just about everything. <laughs> um, so good. Uh, I mean, so you you listed your sweet bagels earlier. I would be remiss if I didn't have you list the good bagels that you actually make. Okay, so the two my two favorites are the everything and the jalapeno. Mm. Everything and jalapeno are the best. Um, I don't know. Then we have like, the plain. Let's let's say three. Yeah, plain mm. rainbow, um, pumpernickel. Which is huge. We uh, we did rye for a while, mm-hmm. um, but rye flour is getting hard to find. Yeah, it's a, yeah, a weird thing. Reason. It's like a shortage on rye. Hmm. Um, and then we have sesame poppy and the egg. 
and the egg, yeah. Ooh, egg bagel. God, yeah, they, none of the places in town make egg bagels. They're so good. I don't know if I've had an egg bagel. Uh, I was listening so for good. two of your favorites, Jesse, the onion bagel and the salt bagel. Those I did not hear either one of those, yes. but that's fine. The, uh, the egg so bagel. The, the salt bagel places. that we did didn't turn out all that well. Um, like the whole bagel just tasted way too salty. Mm. And I mean, and it's just, it's just a topping, but I don't yeah. know. It just, it didn't, wasn't appealing to me and I love salt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like well, when you discover that a regular bagel is already pretty salty. Yeah, like nutrition wise, you're like, oh no, <laughs> how many salt bagels have I eaten in my life? Uh, the answer is many, a lot. But the uh, egg bagel, it's it's a little bit different. You don't normally put eggs in bread, so mm-hmm. when you put egg in bread, or yeah, a bagel is bread. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, listen. If we want to argue this, we can argue this. this is, that'd be an interesting point about whether bagels are bread or not. Uh, uh, it just it changes the it changes the texture. Okay, yeah. and so it's it's a little it's a little chewier. Hmm. Because because like there's egg and challah as well, right? Oh yeah, yes. tons of egg. Yeah, yeah tons or of egg. egg bread as people here around here call it. Yeah. So, um, the challah. Yep, challah. Yep, yeah. yeah. Or uh, challah bread is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, the, the way re- research labels it. Um, I'm like collar bread. It's like all right, fine. Like that's the same word. It means the same thing. But all right, let's go with it. Yeah, it's like chai um, tea. That's just tea. tea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that one had never occurred to me before. But now I feel like a real idiot every time I've ordered. <laughs> so just order chai. Yeah, what you, yeah. What you do. That's that's a fun story yeah. that the the English when they came to India, they were like, "What are you drinking?" And they were saying chai, not realizing that they were just saying tea mm. to them. And so yeah, so they're like, "Ah, this is chai tea." Another thing the British ruined. All right. Uh, add that to the list, everybody. Wait so, wait, so let's go back to, do you guys disagree on whether bagels are bread between the two of you? No, not really. But, <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's just of, a pet peeve whenever he's describing like the egg bagel and he just says, there's not really egg and bread. And I'm like, there's egg and bread. <laughs> Stop saying that. There's no egg and bagels. Hmm. I mean, I, I believe like French toast has a lot of uh, egg in it usually, right? It's on the outside. Yeah. Mm. The egg is on the outside. Inside. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Listen, Chris, we're going to get you an egg bagel. Egg bagels used to be one of my favorites. Oh, okay. So good. All right. I'll, I'll get an egg um, bagel. Yeah. It, it doesn't taste like it. It's hard to describe. Uh, it doesn't taste like egg. It just tastes like a delicious Oh, no. Bagel. See, I was picturing yeah. it like an egg topping, like a, the way everything mm. bagel, salt bagel, you know, that's like a topping. Oh. I was picturing it like. Like somehow egg was Scrambled was like glued to the bagel. top of the bagel. Oh, yeah. well, you could do that too. Like, I mean, egg on egg. You can bagel? have. Well, you can have an egg. Like, you can have a breakfast sandwich on an egg bagel. Oh boy, that has egg in it, like on, in the middle of it. Um, oh, that sounds really good. Now I'm really hungry. Uh, <laughs> what if you did oh, a made French toast out of an egg bagel? Get the egg bagel, French dip to- it in the the so custard. We make French toast out of the blueberry bagels. Oh, oh, that sounds really yes. good. If you're like me, you might hear estate planning and go, ugh, gross. You might think to yourself, I'm not sure why I'd bother with that. Estate planning is only for the uber rich. Tallgrass begs to differ. Tallgrass founding attorneys Laurel and Riley think everyone should have an estate plan. They know estate planning seems untouchable to a lot of folks, like something you have to do inside a stuffy law firm of Stuffy McLawyer Pants Esquire. But I promise you, Tallgrass is nothing like that. For one, they work out of their home so their clients can feel at home. They obsess because they're nerds over making clients feel like they belong and are supposed to be there. 
Also, their kids might make an appearance. They will take time to answer all of your questions, even the uncomfortable ones. They will work relentlessly to make sure your plan's exactly what you need to feel secure and at peace. So if you've been putting off planning for what's going to happen after you've gone, it's time for you to give Tallgrass a call at 918-770-8940 and start your plan today. Or visit their website at tallgrassestateplanning.com and schedule a free initial consultation. For free! It's right there on the website. And of course, there's more, because this is a podcast ad. If you tell them you're a Pod for Good listener, they're going to take 25% off their service fees. Just tell them Pod for Good sent you. Stop thinking estate planning isn't for you and give Tallgrass a call today at 918-770-8940 or on their website, which I'm not going to read out to you again. It's in our show notes. Thank you, Tallgrass. So what, is the, what does the future look like? For your bakery, um, not just in general. I'm not. So uh, I don't think so you're oracles right now. Like we keep growing already. Like it's crazy because we've already added like new merchandising refrigerators. Like we've added a slew of different like sandwiches and more items to come. And brunch is like getting like super popular. Um, so hopefully expanding to like a bigger place. So that's going to be like the biggest goal we have. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I need to get on DoorDash to see what's yeah. <laughs> available. Uh, how much do you charge for like uh, catering things? Oh, uh, it depends on what you want catered. Okay. Yeah, we are on Easy Cater. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah I didn't know that was a thing either. Oh, yeah, that's, so much today. That's huge. Um, Easy Cater is like a lot of sales it, reps do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doctors' um, offices. Yeah, they'll do yeah. for doctors' offices and things. Uh, they just set up their company account and send you an email when they need something catered. Wow. Yeah. So like easy cater, right? Yeah. E the letter easy Z. Cater. Yeah. All right. Wow. Cool. This literally came up in a thing yesterday. Uh, I was talking to someone. We were like, "How do you, how do you even cater a thing?" And yeah. there we go. All right. Yeah. Wow. Um. So okay. So do you do a lot of catering? Um. A lot with like um, the Federation. We did a lot with them. Uh, and then we did like the OK Center. Like we did uh, a bagel catering there. Mm. No, not the, the BOK Center. The, uh, um, we did two caterings for two departments in the BOK financial building downstairs, oh. downtown. Mm. So, like, I know that you got you, you all didn't set out to like make Tulsa better. By starting a bakery you just like baking uh but because there's the, the the very interesting sort of jewish angle to this bakery where not only do you make jewish things as a lot of bakeries in town do like it's part of your identity you are pointing out the fact that we make these sweet delicious things also we are not the same religion as you like <laughs> welcome yeah and i'm like like has that has that i mean it's still early on so i know it's probably still enjoyable for you but like is that something you're worried about, like wearing on you over time? Um, no, I don't think so. Like, part of the name was, um, you know, part of the name was, you know, Jimmy was born Jewish. I'm converting. Um, so we really wanted, you know, to have a lot of identity in the store. Um, yeah, because we so, didn't have that back home. 
Like yeah. in Tennessee, like you would drive like over an hour to do anything to go to like a small synagogue even. So um, having a huge like I know a lot of people don't see Tulsa as being a huge Jewish community, but from where we're from, like it's massive. Yeah. Listen, everything is by comparison. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I mean, like, I grew up in Broken Arrow, but Chris and I both grew up in Broken Arrow, and, like, it was a, at least a, a minimum 20-minute drive to go do any Jewish-related thing, uh, which I yeah. didn't think was anything until I moved to another place that had even more Jews, and I'm like, oh, I, it could be next door, I guess. That's nice, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, there's, there, there's something special about the Tulsa Jewish community, uh, as much as I rag on it uh, a lot. But, um, yeah, it makes sense that the Federation would be one of your biggest catering clients. Uh, you guys should definitely like build, I think, like satellite a satellite office somewhere in like the Utica Square, uh, you know, Cherry Street adjacent area. Mm-hmm. I feel like you would do a lot of business there too. Yeah, um, you've got you've got multiple temples in very easy distance yep. from there. Yeah, yep. um, and it has nothing to do with the fact that Jesse and I both live nearby. No, I mean no, nothing, no, no, nothing, no, nothing to do with that. It's purely for your business interests. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm looking out for you for you. Um, so I, I have a question as uh, someone who's not of the people and, you know, having grown up with Jesse, it feels like bread related products are a large piece of the Jewish identity. And I'm curious if if that was part of what drew you to this idea of baking and having a bakery that was part of uh, a, a, your Jewish identity. Well, uh, did you spell spat? Is that what that was? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he, he just he just knows my my love of all things bread. Yes, and how I, well how it's I not just that into your, your father yeah. makes bread. I mean, it's that's true. My dad does make bread. Um, yeah, I think it's like a huge Jewish thing where you always make something bread. Like, yeah, it's... I guess it's kind of like Jewish Jews and Italians, man. Like that's all we do. <laughs> well, uh, David and Jimmy, I, I imagine you guys have had a very uh, long day baking, cooking things. So before we go, like, um, give us like a brief rundown of like things that uh, will be coming up soon for um, cookies, cakes, and Jews, and how people can, uh, where people can find you on the internet, and where can pe- people can find you physically. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so physically, so physically, we are at six ten West Main Street in Jinx. Um, you can't miss us. It says Jew on the side of the building. So you know, just look for the big Jew. Um, we're on Instagram, we're on Instagram Facebook. and Facebook, Cookies, Cakes, and Jews. Um, uh, cookies, Cakes, and Jews.com, uh, Cookies, Cakes, and Jews at gmail.com. So we can we can be reached, you know, many, many different ways. Um, and that's where things come up. We have yet to adopt a 918 telephone number so that still confuses a lot of people mm-hmm. um yeah and as for things coming up um like we're rolling out sandwiches like jimmy's jimmy's really loving you know yeah, the creativity, the creativity that, that, that you know, he gets doing sandwiches um yeah like uh this we've week we've got a, a fried green tomato with uh, sandwich with pimento cheese, Ooh. Uh, a cayenne honey um, drizzle. Going yeah, super southern on that one. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this is this is where we came from. Yeah, you know? yeah. Once you found, once you find the green egg or the green tomatoes, you know, 
Um, but as for stuff coming up, we are nominated for three awards. At, yeah, uh, for, for the, the Chamber of Commerce. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, Best New Restaurant. Best New Restaurant. Uh, uh, young Professionals. I would really like to understand their definition of young. Though, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> And, it's uh, usually under 40 and even that's kind of a stretch sometimes. Stretch. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's stretch. Yeah, it's below 50 no kid. <laughs> Mostly. It's how, it's how, uh, or 35 like you, with or, kids. Or if uh, you look young, like like I'm on a lot of boards because I I'm young. I'm like I'm uh, not young anymore, but I'm younger than everyone else who's here. That's so. true. Maybe that's the problem. The 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 everyone else is in like their 60s. They're like, "Ah, this yeah. is a young professional here." Yep. I'm like, I mean, my business is young. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and your business is young. So maybe, maybe the business has to be over 40. Oh, I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the business is the young professional. Yeah. 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 The business has to be over Listen, nothing better than my jokes being transmitted. Yeah, uh, right? Aloud. Um, David, Jimmy, I think Chris and I are going to take like a, an official uh, pot for good trip to your bakery and we will document it on yeah. the internet because. I gotta see that Jew on the side of the building. I gotta try some of these things. Yes, for sure. Um, like that picture of me next to the building that says Jew is gonna be my new Facebook picture. So I like it. I can already tell you that. Um, <laughs> Got to get the whole experience. So you guys zoom yeah. in really quick and then get out. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First trip is just pictures, and then we'll come back another time. Um, but uh, uh, David, Jimmy, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, and thank you. We look forward to trying your delicious things very much in the future. Oh, we've we've had a blast. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank Thank you very much for inviting us on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening to our conversation with David and Jimmy. Please go and one, drive up, jump out, quickly take photos, jump back in your car, drive away, come back the next day, go into the store and buy some of their delicious, uh, Cakes and cupcakes and bagel sandwiches, brunch items. You can also just drive around the block and then park and go in. You don't have to leave and come back. You, whatever makes you feel comfortable or whatever is funniest. That's how I live my life. Um, but please make sure to follow them on social media, anywhere. You know, so I know a lot of people are quitting Facebook all of a sudden. So if you don't want to do it Facebook, they're also on Instagram and the other things. Uh, but speaking of the internet, please follow us, Pot for Good. Uh, Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. I swear I'm going to try TikTok here soon. We'll see how that goes. Um, please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. And tell some, my God, if you haven't already, please get vaccinated. And like, wear a mask if you're asked. This is getting real tired. I might have, I'm, I might have gotten COVID twice. That is two times too many. So, uh, Telsa, get it done. Broken Arrow, get your shit together. Jinx, because I have to think about you because of this episode. You know, whatever. Do whatever yeah. you do whatever you want. They're kind of You're between. America. They're, they're, yeah. they're doing better than Broken Arrow. That's true. God, that's true. Yeah. They have, they have a volunteer mayor. Yeah. Anyway. He's, yeah, he seems to actually care about things a little more. Than he does. He does. I was, in, I, was a, I, I, was, I was an online meeting with him. He was very nice. We're getting um, way too long in the outro. Listen, no one listens to the outro anyway. It can be as long as we want it to be. Uh, no one listens anyway. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.